Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Total Wellness Radio on the Anchor Platform. This is Dan Young, your host, and I am super pumped about episode 51. Tonight is our clinic introductory class that we do the first and third Tuesday of every month, and it never hurts to get a refresher to come back through and hear some of the basic, most important key points, the five principles that we use to establish and maintain an impeccable track record, 90% or greater success rates in all the cases we accept. And this class tonight really embodies a lot of why the successes that people are having take place on a regular basis. So please pay close attention to the podcast. Enjoy. And as always, uh, make sure that you uh, have an opportunity to uh, post your questions or comments to me. You can text me directly at 307-631-5300. And I'll be happy to field those questions. So without any further delay, we're going to on into the classroom and enjoy the podcast. Hey, good evening. Hello. How you doing? Yeah, good. Yeah. Glad you're here. I'm Dan. Dan Daryl. Daryl, pleasure. Thank you. Here. You are. Nita. Pleasure. Betty. Pleasure. How you doing? Good. Gina. Gina. Nice. Nice to meet you. Thank you. My wife here as well. Okay, great. Well, we always start on time as best as we can. We've got a couple of minutes here, so I thought I'd just come out and put a quick face with a name. You got your handouts. Seven o'clock straight up, we will get started. Okay, perfect. Sound good? Yes. Yeah. Each of you must probably know somebody, maybe, that's already yeah, coming. I'm here with my wife. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedules to be here. We'll check on everything up here and we'll continue on. How goes it? Good. We got one more. Okay, so class is about full then. Yep. Perfect. We shall get started shortly. I think Gil's wife's in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Doing a podcast too, so you know, don't pull any punches. We just let it all hang out. Exactly right. Why not? Well, about a minute, minute and a half, we'll get started completely here. Yep. So, and for those of you listening to the podcast, the episode fifty is going to be posted. I think it's going to be posted tomorrow. I did an interview with my father. Hi. Good evening. So that was a lot of fun. It turned out okay for me being a rookie on a podcast. All right. Here in about a minute, we will get things started. Gil was the husband, right? Okay, got it. Well, I've got almost 7 o'clock straight up. So we'll we'll give it just another second or so. I have almost 7 o'clock straight up.
screen here. This will be fun. This is one of my favorite classes to share with people because it gives me an opportunity and you an opportunity to meet with me kind of, you know, face to face and ask questions and make sure that what we have to offer is a really good match for you. Um, I started doing these classes about 10 years ago for small groups of people so they could meet with me and hear what we do and our philosophy and how we do it and does it make sense and is it the right match and what could it cost and how long could it take and all that, get all that stuff out of the way up front. So, so again, I want to welcome each of you for being here and taking, uh, taking time out of your schedule to be here. Your attention means everything to me. So I'm going to try and wrap this up in about 30 minutes, start to finish. And as we go along through this, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask. Um, I always like to give people kind of a frame of reference of why Country Doctor and how Country Doctor even got started. Um, and a lot of you will identify with some of the things I'm going to share. You know, I did an interview with my father today for my podcast, and, and uh, one of the things he reminded me of is that he became a master herbalist and started focusing on this back in the 70s to protect his own family. He didn't do this to build a clinic or have a large practice. He did it because he was watching family members kind of suffer a little bit when it came to chronic illness, not emergency medical, right, but chronic illness care and, and the pharmaceutical approach that's predominantly, you know, rules that approach. Um, people staying sick, not getting the results they're looking for, becoming very frustrated. And what happened was in 1974, my grandfather, he had Parkinson's. He shook real bad in his right hand and he wasn't responding to the medications. And the problem with some of the medications that they have, cinnamon was the one that he was taking, is it has some pretty nasty side effects. Um, he could wake up disoriented and aggressive. And it was a neuroinhibitor type of medication. And I remember sitting at the kitchen table with him, having breakfast, and he'd sit there and shake like a leaf and almost pass out in his breakfast, you know? And so, and, and he would come to and he would be startled or he could be aggressive. So. That went on for about a year, and my parents got very disillusioned with the kind of care that he was getting. So they said, you know, they took him to one of his checkups one day, and they said, oh, we have this, this new and wonderful procedure. Guaranteed, if you get this done, he'll stop shaking. So they took him in the hospital, and they slipped the nerves in his wrist, and he quit shaking. Approved procedure, 1974. And at a young age, the message was sent to me that although modern medicine is amazing, and it is on many playing fields, right? Emergency medical, acute care, right? Someone's life's being saved every moment of every day. But when it comes to chronic, anything a person's had for 10 days or longer, it tends to start turning the other way and producing miserable failures. And my grandfather was certainly one of them um, because his hand atrophied and he never was able to use it again at all. And um, so that's what happened in 74. Now fast forward to 1983, my dad's father, finds himself in a VA hospital in Oregon, and he's on 12 medications, and he's got emphysema, and they do his blood work, and they say, oh my gosh, your markers for infection and liver inflammation and dysfunction, they're off the charts. You need to be admitted for observation. Keywords observation. Keep an eye on him. They put him in the hospital and let him lie there for nine days with his liver already knowing that it showed in blood work that it was completely toxic and struggling. And he lied in the hospital bed for nine days and nobody observed the fact that he hadn't had a bowel movement and kept him on 12 medications and he died from his own liver toxicity. And that's what happened to my other grandfather. And each of us in here to a lesser or greater degree 
could share similar stories. Similar stories of how our, our health or a loved one's health was not handled the way we had hoped it would be and that the outcome was certainly not what we were looking for. And so that's what motivated us. Uh, my father became a master herbalist to protect his family, not to build a clinic. Um, he was semi-retired. He lived in Torrington. It was kind of halfway between where all the grandkids were. Believe it or not, Torrington, Wyoming. That's where he started. And I asked him today, he was like, well, you started Torrington. That's why he told me. He said, well, the grandkids were in Scott's Bluff and others were over here in Montana. So we thought, you know, we kind of split the difference. And they ended up in Torrington. And this was in 1998. Um, and he started Country Doctor there. And he started a little room about the size of half of that back there, you know, as, as a as a consulting area, you know, had a little desk and a mortar and pestle, you know, and, and his herbs, you know, and, and he started teaching, he started lecturing, he started educating people on what they could do safely, effectively, with non-invasive uh, protocols that were, what nutrition could do in the body, what herbs could do medicinally and nutritionally for the body, and things that have been done for thousands of years, you know, prior to Merck and all these other, and Smith, Klein, Beecham, right? And he started educating, he started teaching and lecturing and, uh, and giving away his knowledge for free. And people started making their own stuff, right, to get well with. And it was really just quite fascinating. And, and that was in 1998 when he started. We we're going to celebrate our 20 year anniversary this year. And, um, and so what happened was he met a, a chiropractor here in Cheyenne by the name of uh, Dr. Green, Green Chiropractic over on Bell Range. He's still there, he's been there for decades. And he doesn't do nutrition, but he understood the value of nutrition and what it could do to help people with chronic illness and chronic care and with no side effects. He understood it and he appreciated it, he just didn't do it. And he said, why don't you come here a day a week, come down from Torrington, and I've got a little desk in the back and if you want to come here a day a week, I'll line up some folks for you to talk to and see if there's any interest in what you have to offer. And that's what they started doing and he started coming here on Wednesdays in the Cheyenne. And uh, after six months, what happened was in Dr. Green's office, when Dr. Green was there on Wednesdays and my father was there on Wednesdays, there were so many people that were there to see Dr. Green or to see my father that the waiting room wouldn't hold them and there were people walking up and down the sidewalk and the other, <laughs> the other businesses were upset because everyone was taking their parking and, and so you know, the manager took them aside and said, look, you know, this is Dr. Green's office and when you're here, the people are complaining, so you gotta go, we're gonna give you the boot, you know? And, and uh, she gave my, my father the boot. He came to this building in 1999. And uh, in 1807, actually, the smallest little unit. <laughs> and uh, now we have about 80% of the building now. We have our lab is here. We have a GMP, FDA uh, lab that's uh, a couple of doors down that we produce our, our tinctures and our, our medicinals with. And, and uh, But it wasn't like that in, in 1999. It was very small and very quaint and, and uh, didn't see as many people as we see now. But uh, I joined him in November 1st of uh, 2001. So I'm coming up on an anniversary. This year will be my, my uh, what is that, be my 17th year in clinical practice with him. And uh, he's still alive and doing great. He retired. He's still alive and doing well and, and uh, golfing. Spends a little, I guess Amazon delivers a golf club once a week or something like that. So mom kind of gets a little upset with his, his golfing habits. But anyways, that's, he's enjoying himself and having a good time. Um, and today, this last year alone, we sold over 6,000 clients that came through our little office here in Cheyenne, Wyoming, from all over the country. Not just here, 
but from all over the country. And we're still the best kept secret in Cheyenne, I think. I mean, we're working to try and change that and improve the connect the dots for people so the education process is faster and they gain access to this quicker and stop suffering as long, right? Um, with whatever the thing is that brought them here, you know, gas or bloating or headaches or insomnia or weights or what, I mean, whatever the problems are, high blood pressure, kidneys, diabetes. I mean, all of these things are just names of symptoms, right? Um, we don't treat the, 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 the illness, by the way, just so you know. If you're, if you're here looking for a diagnosis, we don't do that either. So just want to make sure you understand. We evaluate you and find out uh, what you need to do to get your health back. And, uh, but we do it in a way that's pretty unique, and we're going to go into that. Um, so we're excited that you're here. I mean, we've got a nice track record of success. We've been around a long time. And, uh, and this class, we're going to go through some five key principles, just kind of lay some foundation for what you'll experience when you come and see us. Um, the most important first piece of the, the principles that we cover is that people need to understand that getting healthy is a process, it's not an event. We live in a country where it's quick fix, and it's convenience, and it's save time and save money, and we, we do all this, this convenience type lifestyle, right? At, but we sacrifice our health to do it. I mean, modern living is very convenient, but it's not very healthy, and it's been proven. And so people need to understand that getting healthy is a process, it's not an event. You didn't get sick overnight. Whatever the thing is, right, migraines or you know, aches and pains or whatever the, whatever the thing is that brought you here, you didn't develop that overnight. You developed that over time based on lifestyle and, things, things, and other stressors. Okay? So when I say process, I'm going to give you a time frame here that everybody needs to know going in right up front. It takes three to six months to get stable, and it takes one to three years to get well. And that's just, there's no way around that. There's no way to short circuit that. Because most people, by the time they get here, have spent decades of doing the wrong thing, and the wrong lifestyle, and the wrong lack of nutrition, or too toxic, or something that is contributing to these stressors that have built up, and it's breaking down their ability to perform. So the process is three to six months to get stable, one to three years to get well. Most people, so you know though, feel a difference within three to five days. Seven days, there are by, for sure by seven days you feel a shift in how you're feeling though. But remember, we're dealing with stressors. We're identifying stressors. What could be standing in the way of your body's ability to perform, right? So we're not treating the thing, we're not treating the symptoms, we're addressing what could be an underlying cause, and when you do that, it's like a rock in a pond, it sends a ripple effect of improvement throughout the entire system. It's pretty fascinating once you experience it. So it's a process, not an event. Number two, here's the only two reasons why you get ill. There's only two. There's only two. Modern medicine agrees with this also. There's only two reasons why a human body becomes ill or produces an illness or a disease. It's the absence of something that should, uh, should be there or the presence of something that shouldn't. Either you're missing something from a lifestyle standpoint that you're not allowing the body to, to restore, rebuild, repair, nutrition, essential fatty acids, enzymes, vitamins, whatever it is, right? There's something missing or there's something present that shouldn't be there. And we're gonna identify what those could be. Chances are whatever brought you here, the thing, I always refer to it as the thing, um, there's something going on in the nervous system not allowing your body to heal, standing in the way. And so there's or there's a combination of both. The difference is we have about 300 different protocols that we can plug into 
to help restore function normally, right? To promote normal function. But when modern medicine steps in, they say, well, if you have the absence of something, it must be a drug. Or if there's something present that shouldn't be there, let's cut it out. And that's their only two tools. Even if you go to Mayo Clinic and go through an amazing workup and an amazing screening and all the hoopla, right? At the end of the day, that's what you're gonna to be told. You either have a drug deficiency or you have a scalpel deficiency, one or the other, right? And so we don't believe that. We're, our, our focus and our viewpoint is much broader. We're looking at the much bigger picture in terms of helping people restore their health. So number three, you have to have the answer to number three, these three questions right here, or you don't have a solution. Where's the stress, what's causing it, and how to clear it? If you do not have the answer to those three questions, you don't have a solution. You're not gonna get the right outcome. Regardless of the approach you use, whether it be chiropractic or massage or physical therapy or herbs or nutrition or whatever, if you don't know where the stress is, what's causing it, and how to clear it, you do not have a solution to restore, rebuild, and repair. It just won't happen. You might feel better short-term, but in the long run, you don't have the big picture in place. And number four is the body's blueprint. How many of you have ever heard of kinesiology? Muscle testing is the layman's terms. Muscle testing. It's been around since 1895. Dee Palmer, who brought us chiropractic, brought us muscle testing, right? The earliest forms of, it's a neurological exam, but it's not invasive. But it's as accurate as a polygraph. It will, actually, it will actually bring on display your body's nervous system and it'll tell us where the stress is, what's causing it, and how to clear it. And it's as accurate as a polygraph in terms of the stress patterns coming on display or not coming on display. And it's fascinating. Now it's as weird as a three-headed chicken, but it works really good in terms of being our guide, right? So it's not me suggesting to you what we do. It's me listening to your body and letting it tell us what to do, right? And it's specific for everybody. For example, there's six people in the room right here, right now, that could all have allergies. But what you need to address it, what's causing it and how to clear it, could be as individual as all, for all six of you. But modern medicine says, oh, no, you have a claritin deficiency, and just shell out the, right? One size fits all, and it just doesn't work. So we listen to your body's blueprint. It's our guide. And number five is either firemen or carpenters. Nutrition plays two roles in the body. It either acts as a fireman or it can act as a carpenter. Most people, when they get here, they're like a burning building on legs. So we know that we need to address where's the stress, what's causing it, how to clear it. We've got to use firemen, things that will keep get the body out of stress. Then we can add in carpenters. You don't send carpenters into a burning building not going to be very productive. And so those are kind of the principles that we go by. That's kind of the foundation of the education that we use to try and make certain people understand that it's a process, it's not an event. There's a couple of things that we have to identify. One of, or both is probably happening. We answer these three questions with your body's blueprint and we send in the right things to get the job done. And that's how it flows together. So with that in mind, here's what you have to look at. The first visit, this is going to be stellar. You've never heard this before. In the first visit, you're going to have about 45 minutes worth of paperwork. <laughs> <Blech>. <laughs> paperwork. Blech. 
terrible. But we know from our experience that we have to have a good case history or we can't identify and evaluate properly the direction you need to go. So we need to know what you've done to yourself in the name of healthcare. More importantly, what you've allowed others to do to you in the name of healthcare, and we identify that. We have a two-page case history that allows us to kind of outline that. Pretty quick to fill out. Then we do a system survey. How many of you have ever been to a clinic where they hand your form that says, well now mark one for mild, two for moderate, or three for severe, right? Or you fill in the little circle, right? You have, I can tell with a smile on your face. Yeah, a lot of clinics use them. Now, how many questions were on that form? 25, 30, 50, 100? Don't remember? You, what, no, I don't want to see it. Well, ours is the biggest one I've ever seen. It's 224 questions. It only takes about 15 minutes, because if it doesn't apply, you just keep moving on, right? But it will point me in the direction of where to look. It won't tell me what's causing the stress or how to clear it, but it will give me a very strong indication as to how your body's responding to it. Is it blowing out the thyroid? Is it blowing out the adrenals? Is it blowing out the pituitary? See? And so it gives us an idea of where to look for the underlying stress to fix that, and it's a ripple effect. Symptoms start to improve, start taking out stress. So we use a system survey. Then we use a heart rate variability test, HRV. Um, it's like a mini stress test. It takes about four minutes. Here's the stress. You have to be able to go from lying down on an exam table to standing up. If you can do that, you can do the test. We're not going to put you on a treadmill and try to induce coronary. Makes no sense. But it will tell me, how many of you have ever taken supplements before? Let me see a show of hands. People have taken. Now, for those of you who raised your hands, all of you did, how many of you got the exact right response and benefit that you thought you would or told you would by taking that supplement? And guess what got blamed for that? My allergies. The supplement. We quit taking it. See, right? So here's, this is one of the most unique things because this is identification that everybody can share. When we take something like that that's supposed to do something good for us and it doesn't, we never think that our ability to respond could be the problem. We don't. We blame the supplement. That wasn't right for me, it made me sick. Or I took it for 30 days, didn't do nothing. Took it, was very faithful, didn't do a thing, okay? This test will tell me, heart rate variability, little recorded rhythm of the heart, will tell me if your nervous system can actually respond predictably to the right therapeutic agent. Most people have no clue that it's their nervous system that's the problem, the supplement wasn't the problem. It may have brought the problem on display, but it didn't cause it. Your body's inability at the nervous system level to respond predictably, that's the problem. And that little four minute test, I can tell a lot about you, including if you're aging properly. You don't want to know that? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then we do nutritional kinesiology as a final exam of the, of the day for the first visit. I mentioned kinesiology earlier, muscle testing. There are several forms of it. Uh, University of Wyoming teaches sports kinesiology, right? You can go to uh, applied kinesiology, clinical kinesiology. There's various variations of it. It's taught all over the country. 
the actual first school of applied kinesiology came into existence in 1960. So it's got a lot of history. And it's been used by countless practitioners, regardless of they were naturopath or massage therapist or chiropractic, right? To identify where the stress is, what's causing it, and how to clear it. And it's extremely accurate. Now, let's say we do this exam and the liver shows up. Let's say liver is the primary area of stress, where the stress shows up, okay? We know there's five stressors that you can have. You can have more than one of these at the same time, and these stressors are 90% why most people do not get well, okay? And we have to, if we identify them and we correct them and take the stress away, your body can actually pursue and go back to normal function. Here's the number one stressor, food sensitivities. Eating things you shouldn't, right? Consuming foods your body wishes you should, you would knock it off. Here's the number one way, well there's several, but here's the number one way to know if you're eating something you shouldn't. You can evaluate yourself, I'm gonna share it with you. If you wake up in the mornings and you have mucus or congestion or drainage, even if it's subtle, but you wake up kind of congested in the mornings, you're consuming something your body wishes you would not, and that's its symptom, okay? We can identify that real simply. You don't have to get the pinpricks all over the back, and then you won't have to do that. Kinesiology, you can find out if you're sensitive to corns and sugars and grains and dairy and eggs and all that other stuff. Number two is immune system challenge or immune challenge. Most people have to some degree a weakness in the immune system. If they have like the chronic recurrent, you know, infections and streps and UTIs and different things that people can get. And your immune system can be weak in four areas. It can be weak for bacteria, viruses, parasites, or funguses. It can have a weakness where these things recur over and over. Could you say those again? Yes. Viruses, bacteria, parasites, or funguses. These are environmental pathologies, right? That they're, they're opportunistic, right? They're opportunistic. We all get in an elevator, spend time with each other for an hour, and someone's in there sneezing, right? One or two might come out the next two or three days, have a sore throat, start sneezing, and the rest don't. Why is that? It wasn't the bug's fault. It was a weakness of the immune system's fault. You correct the immune system, pathology goes away, right? So that's how we focus on it. We don't focus on the thing, the bug, nor do we tell you you have an infection. We tell you if we find it, you have a weakness in your immune system. If we address that, the symptom goes away. The presence of bacteria or viruses, things of that nature, it's a symptom. Modern medicine wants to treat symptoms, right? Traditional care wants to identify causes. There's the big difference. So this can be a cause. Three and four go hand in hand. Chemical poisoning or metal toxicities. According to the EPA, you're looking at the third leading cause of illness right there. In the last hundred years, we have figured out, unfortunately, how to successfully obliterate our environment. Air, water, and food pollutants are an all-time high. They're not getting better, they're getting worse. We're coming up with new ways to put them into our environment yearly, right? Um, food pollutants alone, they've done, they've done studies on umbilical cords in babies where they've actually dissected and done toxicology reports, okay? And they've identified over 300 different chemicals, 26 of which 
are carcinogenic, passing from mom to baby in utero. And that's a 13-year-old study. That ain't new news. So we got 13-year-old kids running around that were born so toxic that if they were to do a toxicology report on a tissue in their liver or their, and through their blood or through the lymphatic system in a non-invasive way, they could have found as many as 300 different chemicals and cancer-causing agents, and they're being born that way. That's what we've done to our environment. Number five is scars. Topical scars on the body. Uh, C-sections, hysterectomies, appendix, gallbladder, open-heart surgeries, thyroidectomies, splenectomies, spinal fusions, knees, hips, tattoos, piercings. Um, not one of these, by the way, is more important than any other. If I do an evaluation and I find a food sensitivity and a scar, they're equally important. They have to be handled. Why? Because your body's blueprint brought them on display and it's saying, this is interfering with my ability to perform, handle this and I can improve. That's why. The coolest example of scars that I ever had in this office, uh, nine years ago, lady comes here, she's 36 years old, She's never had a baby, so she has no episiotomy or perineal tear or, or C-section. She's not on any over-the-counter prescription medications. Impeccable diet, yoga instructor by profession. Impeccable. Here's her complaints. Chronic fatigue, insomnia, and headaches. I took her through this process, did not find anything, got to this, we found that. I said, where's the scar? She said, I don't have any. I said, you got a belly button, don't you? By the way, if you don't have a belly button, I can't help you. <laughs> she don't, so we don't check the belly button. Well, the belly button wasn't the problem, but right above the belly button, about that far, was this little itty-bitty kind of a purplish-red dot. And I said, what's that? She says, oh, I forgot, which is how I find out some of my most valuable information, right? Drag it out of people. She says, me and three girlfriends four years ago were in old Mexico. And to commemorate our adventure, we got piercings done. And, I, and she said, but I, I would never heal, it would hook on clothes, it would weep. I said, I got rid of it a couple of years ago. Do you think that could be the problem? Well, let's find out. We tested it with kinesiology. Her nervous system crashed. We gave her, a, at that time, a $6 bottle of wheat germ oil, which is nature's vitamin E. I said, massage that into that scar, up and down, side to side, for a minute, you know, a couple times a day. And that was her whole program, six bucks. And in less than six weeks, no more chronic fatigue, insomnia, and headaches gone 100%. It's never came back. Just from the neurological stress created by scars. Neuroscience knows about this stuff. Their approach is to give you a lidocaine or a procaine shot in the scar. Right? Nature's approach is disrupt some, massage some wheat germ oil in it, up to as much as 90 days, and it'll take the stress off the nervous system for vital performance. It's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And that's just the first visit. Our job is to identify where's the stress, what's causing it, how to clear it. We get that done the first visit. Now, the next visit, we prepare for you what's called a program of care. Program of care. It's an outline of how we monitor cases. Every office is different. Chiropractic's different. Dental's different, right? 
And in that program of care, it talks about fine-tuning, healing observation, and maintenance. Fine-tuning is really the trial period, right? We have the person come back in, we double-check what we think we found, they agree to start a program, they're excited about getting started, we see them once a week for the first four to six weeks, and it's a 15-minute visit. Twice as long as what most people get to see a PA today. You don't even see a medical doctor anymore. It's just, I don't know how they're getting away with that, but whatever. So it's the fine-tuning fine or the trial period. And in that period of time, our goal is to establish a few things. One, you're going to be asked to turn in food logs. We provide the paper, you provide the ink. You write down everything you eat, breakfast, lunch, dinner, beverages, and snacks. For the first four to six weeks, minimum, sometimes longer, but for the first four to six weeks as a minimum, so that we can get a baseline of your dietary pattern, your habits. And we're not gonna look at it and say, quit doing that, quit doing that. We're gonna look at it and tell you what's missing. That's refreshing. Here's what's missing. Here's the fuel your body needs to perform better. The current fuel you have is not sufficient. Let's improve the quality of the fuel. You get the better fuel, you get better performance. It's real simple, but man, does it work good. And our goal is to see 50% reduction of stress, everything that brought you, okay? Healing observations, one every two weeks, usually three visits, and after that we start looking for reasons to go further and further out, okay? Our goal is to achieve 75% reduction of stress. You know it and I know it. Okay, so we can get into maintenance. Maintenance is once a month to maybe once every six weeks or eight weeks. Our goal is to get to 12 weeks. Once every quarter, 15 minute visit, so that you go from here, get you to here as fast as possible, then keep you there as long as possible. And that's the goal, right? And we, all, we outline that in our program of care. The other thing that's outlined in the program of care is Services and all the other fun stuff. Services in our office, the visits are 40. If you're 55 or older, they're 35. If you're in the healing arts, if you're a massage therapist, or you're studying, or you're in the military, or, and we look for ways to look, look for discounts. If you're under 18, it's 30. So that's the visit. And the nutritional therapy is anywhere from two to four dollars a day, which is about 60 to 120 per month. Sometimes more, sometimes less. It depends on the case and the person. Tammy and I, Craig, who could be or not, he's at his granddaughter's recital. He's one of the clinicians here. Our goal is to find what's gonna give you the maximum amount of return for the least amount of effort, right? Because I'm lazy, right? That's how I like to look at, you know. I want the biggest bang for the buck, but I don't wanna spend 20 bucks, right? That's just how we are. So we try to keep this within a, a range, but that's about the average, anywhere from 60 to 120. My uh, yoga instructor, her program was $6. I had another lady that came here. Um, this was about six years ago. Her program was almost $400 a month for the first 10 months. But when she got here, she was on 17 medications and oxygen, and, and uh, she was a case that I normally would not accept. Um, she was like what would be referred to as like almost like medical wreckage, right? She spent way too much time in medical land. And, uh, but she told me the story how she got here. She had one of my old handbooks. We, they went out of print a long time ago. We got a new book out now. It just came out in September. But she had one of our old handbooks that we put out in 03, 04. 
and uh, she found it in her husband's desk. He had passed away two weeks earlier from cancer, and she was cleaning up some of his personal items, and she found this handbook of ours, and he had written notes in the margin and questions, and he never got here. And she shared that story in a class just like this, and I thought, I think God would strike me dead if I told her no. You know what I mean? It's like, woohoo. So the first thing I did is I said, you go over to Dr. Carol Fisher's office, you get your meds evaluated because those meds are not helping, they're part of the problem. She knew it, I knew it, everybody knew it. She went over there and in one visit they dropped her from 17 to 9. That's how grossly over-medicated she was. And in less than, uh, less than four to, about four to six weeks she was off oxygen. Today, after that 10 month period of time, uh, she lost 53 pounds. She's on three of the original 17 medications at one-third of their original dose. And she got remarried, moved to Florida, and wrote me a beautiful letter. It's not always does it happen that way, but it can. It doesn't always happen that way, but it can. And that's the miracle of you know, what my father started with our family years ago, and we could continue on with that, helping people. So that's what's in your program of care. Okay. Any questions so far? Covered it so good. <laughs> 31 minutes. Nice. Now, here's the final steps. Let's go through your handouts. And then I'll go to the next step. There should be a card in there. Obviously, that's for our office. Next is kind of a little bit more of an explanation of what we do and how we do it in the green brochure. That's for your to keep and or give to someone. The next is ways of plugging into all the different educational opportunities that we offer. I think in the last six months we've probably done more to get the word out about what we do education-wise than probably the last 15 years. Um, we do a radio show a couple of times a month on K-Ray. Tomorrow's the K-Ray show from 1230 to 1. Uh, we do a lot of Facebook posts. If you go to our website, look in our events calendar, we've got tons of things going on. And if you want to stay in touch with me through any of the other social platforms, by all means, feel welcome to do so. The next thing is, it's always nice when nice people say nice things about you. We produced a book out of this, not the one I mentioned earlier, but a different book. Um, it's called Nutritional Therapy, Nature's Response to Chronic Care. And there's like 40 pages of these in there typed up, which is kind of cool. And lastly, if you wish to, the public attendance form, this one right here. If you complete this one and turn it in tonight, the first two visits that I described on the board are complimentary. There are no services or service fees for the first two visits. Here's why I do that. Several reasons. Um, but the two most important reasons are these. There's a couple of things at stake. Your health and my reputation, I'm not going to jeopardize either. Right? I want to make absolutely certain that I'm a great match for you and you're a great match for me. That you're going to do your part and that I fully understand your case and I know without reservation that I can help you get results as long as you do your part. So we do the first and second visit to determine that. And after that second visit, if you feel like this isn't for you, no hard feelings, thank you for being here. We try. Right? But at least we'll find out. We'll take you through that process. How does that sound? Sound good? Perfect. So if you've got that completed, we can conclude class. And thank you again for being here. I really appreciate it.
for taking the time. Do you want to know what supplements I'm taking? Um, that, they'll, they'll give you a packet oh. that gives you a place to list more of that. I mean, there's a place I think on there to write some of that, but it's primarily just to get the basics so that we can turn it in and they can uh, line you out for your first and second visit. Thank you again for being here. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Total Wellness Radio. We appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to tune in to all of our interviews and the life-changing natural approaches you can take with your health. For those of you who haven't had a chance yet, please do subscribe. And when you get a chance, also leave a review on this podcast or other episodes that you've enjoyed from Total Wellness Radio.